my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in, to kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the December 5th edition of Weekly Signal's Weekly Review, a reality-based mash of contemporary events compiled from the world's great newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And now the news. Iraq. That's the news. That's all I'm going to say anymore is Iraq. I'm not going to say anything else. And then, else. And then you'll, you'll hear the sound of shrieking and, and yeah, yeah, wailing, people wailing, running, people running from Gnashing the Gnashing of teeth. Yeah. Well, Their ahead. parliament over there voted unanimously to extend the country's state of emergency. Well, that, is, yeah. that took a lot of yeah. uh, And uh, uh, President George W. Bush. Yeah. You remember him. Yeah. He declared himself a realist regarding Iraq. Did he now? Yeah. When did he do that? Last week. A realist. A realist. Well, he, he happened to read Camus. <laughs> and, you know, that was a couple months ago. Yeah, months and and ago. I, I think that kind of warmed him up into uh, realism, mm-hmm. right? or we at least hope. existentialism. And then he, he moved into more of a so he's, immediacy. So he's he has declared a, a state of emergency within the White House yeah. and, and <laughs> yeah. extended and it. Yeah, yes, he right. disavowed a leak of a White House memo that suggested that Prime Minister Nouri al-Maliki yeah. was either dumb, weak, or a liar. You don't need to leak that kind of information. It's public, George. <laughs> oh, oh, the, the memo wasn't about him being dumb, weak, and a liar. Uh, no, no, it was about Maliki. Maliki. Oh, yeah. we'll see. Oftentimes, people <laughs> yeah. project. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe it was he, about George he was, Bush. Yeah. <laughs> they and, just they, they, yeah. they went in. They did one of those, you know, in Word, you can do the replace yeah. Word yeah. thing. Yeah. And wherever it was, it said Bush yeah. before they put Maliki, and yeah. everyone had a big laugh all yeah. around uh-huh. the table. Look at this. The ruble never, ever get. Maliki responded by canceling a dinner date with the president. Yeah. Well, you know, you want, yeah. There's a big thing. He's being snubbed, whatever. You call him a. A liar, a schnub, stupid, a liar, and all the rest. Six cabinet ministers. What do you expect? We're we're still talking about Iraq here. Yeah. Six cabinet ministers and 30 legislators loyal to anti-American cleric Mutagda al-Sadir decided to boycott parliament and the government to protest the Iraq prime minister's summit with President Bush. Right. So so there's a lot of just kind of... Moving around, shuffling at chairs over there in Iraq. Well, they were going to—they were going to pull out of the and, government. Yeah. They were threatening to pull out of the government. Yeah, but they didn't follow. So far, they have not followed. I've threatened them. to do that. But you've, I don't get any. You've attention. threatened me many times. I know, and uh, not but, you. Yeah, you have. I have. Well, yeah, manner of speaking. Now we're moving to Iran. Oh, okay. not literally, but figuratively here at at the so Weekly Signals more. Weekly Review. Okay, can I say something about Iraq real quick? Sure. Because you know, of all the guys who have revealed themselves over the years to be a gutless careerist, uh-huh. I think Colin Powell is right near the top of the list. Yeah. And he now says, believe it or not, I mean, here's a guy going out on a limb. He thinks that Iraq might, could be on the verge of a civil war. Yeah. There, there's a guy. There's a guy with his finger on the pulse, isn't it? It's, it's been in a civil war now. For, well, I mean, for, this, is uh, my, this is... For yeah. a year. Well, it's been... I gotta sit down. I understand. I just had a. I had to get up. I had ants in my pants. You know, isn't there some other part to that? In Iran, President Mahmoud Ahmadinejad mm-hmm. wrote a letter to the American people claiming that Jews have inordinate control over international finance, media, and culture. Ahmadinejad said that. Uh huh. 
It was a nice letter. You yeah. can you can read it at uh, NathanCallahan.com. Really? Yeah. I posted oh, okay. his letter up there. You gotta you gotta know what this guy's trying to the message he's trying to deliver. Yeah. No, this is good. <laughs> Incoming House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Okay. You know her? Yeah, I do. California. Know her. The, uh, I met the Nancy first once. the first soon to be the first woman president of the United States. Named Representative Silvestre Reyes, who's from Texas and a Democrat, to head the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence. Mm-hmm. He's a Vietnam vet, a former Border Patrol agent, and he's been on the committee since 2001. He has less than seniority than two members passed over by Pelosi. Jane Harmon yeah. and Elsie. Uh, right, you are. Hastings. Hastings. Reyes had one big advantage. He opposed, he voted against going to war okay. in the Middle East. That, that... And they're saying that's an advantage. I voted against going to war in the Middle East. <laughs> well, then, where, they, where, where, where is where's my your, Where's your committee? Yeah. yeah. Where's your chairmanship? Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's what I want to know. Well, I mean, uh, Jane Harmon is, uh, is now, uh, her, her po- political career in Congress is perceived to be kind of dead in the water. Yeah. Uh, being passed over is a pretty significant thing to have had happen. Uh, she was kind of a wounded duck from uh, her run uh, for Congress last time when there was a progressive Democrat ran against her, got almost 40% of the vote. Yeah. And uh, that kind of signaled the end of the end was near for uh, Jane Harmon. Newt Gingrich. Yes. Decide to say that. Go ahead. Newt Gingrich. Is Newt this- Gingrich. He said that the country would be forced to re-examine freedom of speech to meet t- the threat of terrorism. So we have to look at that. We need to get ahead of the curve before we actually lose a city. Do you know where he said this? Did it, does it say? Well, he said it at a at a uh, gathering of people. I forget, but it, it was, was a banquet in New Hampshire. Speech, yes, yeah, to celebrate freedom of the speech. First Amendment and freedom of speech yeah. in this country, the and, tradition of freedom. Uh-huh. Of speech. Yeah. And he said we have to limit. Yeah, we have to be prepared to radically alter the way that we perceive free speech in the country, and that anything should be open and available for the government to be able to do in order to get the terrorist meaning the end of free speech. Now you might. Not want to vote for Newt Gingrich because he said that. Okay, maybe. But I would not want to vote for him because he would say that in front of those people. Yeah. Because it's a stupid place to oh. say such a thing. Well, if, if the intent a, is to have maximum impact in terms of news cycle, it was probably a smart place to say it. In maximum knowing, in, impact I mean, in far, as far as, as, far as m- stupid cycle Well, yeah, yeah. I guess so. I mean, I think this guy is one of the most... He is an arrogant man, and I think he just thought that uh, because he's so darn smart, he thought that people would, uh, I don't know, would start cheering, start cheering yeah. and screaming. Um, you know, yeah, this leads me to one quick observation about yeah. all of the stuff, the Patriot Act and all the rest of it. And and the, and then now there's a new sort of a, a revised effort to to even clamp down more on our civil rights. Yeah. I think a lot of these laws that are being passed now, the ones that are being passed, that have been passed in the last year, are really for the next terrorist attack on the country. That they're, they are, want something in place so that when it happens, and unfortunately it probably will happen again, they will be able to implement these things in a way that we had really no idea. I'm going on record right now. There will never be another a terrorist attack on the United States. Wow. And, uh, I hope right you're right. I'm well, I'm I won't take that bet because I hope put, you're right. I'll bet you $100 right now, Mike. All right. We already really? been down that road. I, yeah. no, you're going to take me up on no, that? No, I said I'm not betting See? you because so, I want you to be so right. You are not a real pessimist. I then. don't. <laughs> you yeah. call, you're calling me out, are you? Yeah. All right. Good day, sir. Good day. 
It was reported that the present state of Iraq's collapsing oil sector, its economic lifeline is bleak, and its future looks far worse. The oil sector. Oh, yeah. There was an oil attack last week. British troops handed over the city of Basra. That's, that was a big deal as far as yeah. the structure of the oil goes. Yeah. Civil war. The oil economy. That's got to really depress, now, how, depress the Bush family. Now, how, in what way is George being a realist right now? Help me out here. Because you said he's a realist. He I said didn't he, say he's a he realist. Said he, he, was, said he said he was a, a realist. realist. Help me out. What is he doing? What has he said after he said he was a realist that would indicate that he's being realistic right now? Ecuador will seek to rejoin the Organization of Petroleum Exporting Countries. Now, that's big news, Mike. Yeah. This realism stuff. Yeah, I mean, forget that's that. Screw news. that. Yeah. Who needs that? Ecuador yeah. wants to rejoin OPEC. OPEC. You know why? Because Rafael Correa yeah. is now in power there. Yeah. He won the presidency. Yeah. And, and it, it repositions uh, Ecuador to squeeze us a bit. Yeah. I think you'd have to say that South America is a blue state now. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> it's a blue stater. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Uh, at least. All them communists <laughs> in power down there. Well, I think one of the reasons is because Chavez is a, a big player in OPEC now. And, and he won again. And he won. Major. Yeah. 60-40. 60 yeah. Yeah. And did well. And uh, they tried to shoot somebody and blame well it on him. did well in the him. South, I think. Pardon me? Did well in the South. <laughs> the blues. Yeah. The, the, the blues, yeah. the blue people are doing well in the South, apparently. Yeah. yeah. The blue staters. The livestock industry, yeah. you know about them. I, I've heard of them. They right. contribute more to the greenhouse effect than cars. And this is according to the UN Food and Farming Agency. This isn't uh, this yeah, is, according to this the This isn't even shouldn't be news. This shouldn't even be news. It is news. What's the guy name? What's because the guy Because it's, it's Robbins. the UN. What's and, the guy that Robbins, the guy that, that uh, wrote that book back in the 90s about uh, Harold the, Robbins. Diet for New America. Tim Robbins. Oh, anyway. His for I don't, whatever his last name's Robbins. He was a big deal. Diet for New America. Yeah. He said in 1990 yeah. that the that that the uh, the fecal matter coming uh-huh. out of cows was creating enough greenhouse gases to essentially destroy the planet. Yeah, that's then. one guy. This is the UN. I understand Food and what you're saying, agency. but that was like 15 years ago. But okay, go ahead. And they all, well, but it was one guy. It's different. The news I is understand not that somebody said it. No, but that the I mean, UN he was talking data, talking the billions of pounds yeah. of stuff coming out of these cows and how much of it. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to there step on your people. story. No, no. I'm but sorry to A lot of people, on. you're saying it's not news. The news is. I'm I, just I explain understand. to you. The I news is that the U.S. Sometimes I read the news here, Mike. Yeah, oh. And the news is okay. that oh. it's being said. I, not that. You know, when we said last week that the major networks are calling... What's going on in Iraq, a civil war? Yeah. Yeah. That's news. That's news. Because they're calling not it. That not Iraq that it wasn't is, already a civil war. Yeah. Because we knew it was already a civil yeah. war. It's that they're calling it a civil there war. There we go. All right. Unable to win Senate confirmation, the White House announced that U.N. Ambassador John Bolton will step down when his temporary appointment Give me a moment. expires within weeks. I need a, I need a moment here. A moment, a moment of silence. I just need, I need to gather myself. John, we hardly knew you. Okay, I'm better now. Oof. The Bush administration pleased farmers mm-hmm. and frustrated environmentalists by declaring that pesticides can be sprayed into and over waters without first obtaining special permits. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> See, now, Bush is being a realist right there. <laughs> He's being a realist. Right there, he's, he's, 
We got to spray <laughs> the water with pesticides. You got to yeah. spray the water. Because, because until it's till every significant body of water has been sprayed, yeah. mission is not accomplished. That's right. There might be bugs. There might be bugs somewhere. Uh, <laughs> there, might, there might be some bugs. President Bush was considering whether to lift the 17-year-old moratorium on energy drilling in the waters off southwestern Alaska. Okay. There's your realist right there. <laughs> there it is. We need more oil. That's what we need. We Drill. Need, we need that three weeks of oil to, that we're going to get out of there. Uh, well, The rise in emissions of carbon dioxide has accelerated sharply. According to a new analysis, the Global Carbon Project. Okay. You know when you have a name like the Global Pro- Carbon Project. You kind of know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah right. Right I off the bat. I have a pretty good idea what they're you doing. You know what they're up, what to. they're up to. They say that emissions were rising by less than 1% annually. Uh-huh. Up until 2001, but now they're rising at 2.5% a year. That's a lot. That's a big increase there. 150%. That's just crazy. I think we're, well, Well, what I would say. I didn't say anything about dying from carbon emissions. I said, no, a terrorist attack. I bet you $100. I bet you. Okay. And I'll take the, okay. You'll take the bet on the carbon emissions? That we'll all, we should all be taking a deep breath right now, hoping to (laughs) store some of it up. The National Lu- Nuclear. Oh, Secure- by the way, I did read in the. By the way, in the New U, the New University of uh, California that Irvine would be, ra- uh, uh, newspaper, yeah. that uh, Sherwood Rollins is that Sherwood Rollins? Rollins and his colleague are saying that there are certain gases that are that have actually declined in terms of. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about anything personal here. I'm just talking. I was about, going to. Yeah, I knew where you were. I could see that in your face. You were going to talk. Fresher in the studio. Yeah, lately. it has been fresher, and I, I attribute that to. Change of diet, but uh, but the otherwise, but some the, gases, some are going gases down. actually so are there in is decline. Good news. There was some reason to be hopeful that yeah, those particular uh-huh. the particular kinds of good news ozone depleting depleting gases were. The National Nuclear down. Security Administration said that studies have concluded that the plutonium used in to trigger U.S. nuclear warheads, mm-hmm. and this is fairly important. I you don't hear this see. anywhere else, I, but you're going right to hear it here on weekly, weekly signals. signals. The plutonium used to trigger U.S. nuclear warheads and bombs will remain reliable for about 100 years, far longer than was yeah, than no, that, believed. Yeah, actually, perversely, that is good news because yeah. they were having to replace this stuff, they thought, yeah. every 10 or 12, yeah, 15 they were, years, they were which, manufacturing meant that, which meant that there was all this incredibly uh, toxic material floating around because they were replacing the, the old with the, with the new. Wow. I feel that's much better. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> that's... Yeah. Uh, emboldened by a resounding re-election. It's good to know yeah. that it, in the next hundred years, uh-huh. if we want to destroy the planet, yeah. we can We do don't it. need to build anything we new. We don't need to worry about any yeah. new plutonium. It's right there. It's right there, ready to go. President Hugo Chavez, yeah. emboldened by a resounding re-election, okay. pledged to shake up Venezuela with more radical version of socialism and forge a wider front against the United States in Latin America. <laughs> He pledged that. That's Why part do, of his campaign does, pledge. Does, does he before he gets radical before he goes out every morning? Does he have one of his assistant paint a bullseye on his on his forehead just for the just to kind of uh-huh. give him something to shoot at, give him something to aim for? Is that what he's doing here? Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's what he does. No, Mike. I'm sure. I that's don't know. what I'm he does because sure I think that's probably what he is doing. I'm I'm glad he's doing it. I, I'm, I'm he's thrilled. shaking things up a I'm little bit. I'm thrilled that he is actually taking on the issue of. Disparity between rich and poor, particularly in South America, where it's a horrific difference between the rich and the poor. Good. Good for yeah. him. 
And but God, the jackals are in the God wing. Play, exactly. He bet, as yeah. I said before, he better not take any helicopter rides anytime soon. Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice signaled that the United States is willing to risk a breach with Russia if the Russians do not soon sign on to a U.N. Security Council resolution to punish Iran for its nuclear activities. Yeah, we're getting a little upset about a that. breach with Russia. Yeah. A senior Russian space official sharply criticized the new U.S. space policy signed by George Bush, yeah. saying it would increase tension and could lean to lead to military confrontation in space. I I would disagree with one word in there. Could could no. will lead. It is going to lead. That's where we're going. Military confrontation. It's the, it in is space. like going back to when England conquered the seas. This is yeah. the same idea. We want to conquer the uh, uh, outer space. The outer space. The outer space thing. Yeah. Just if you if you type the outer space into the Google, <laughs> I was going to. You'll say, find out that we are going to. We are go to war. We are militarizing outer space so that, like, when anybody else goes up there, we were like the pirates of the the old old England. We, we will, are. We will shoot them down. Oh, they will be like we, the pirates we, of old. We England. will be whatever they'll be. I don't know. All right, I'll stop. That was talking. going nowhere. Mike. I know. I'll stop. The talking. Bush administration banned the sale of iPods. Plasma televisions, Segway electronic scooters, and more stuff because to North Korea. Oh. It's Washington's first ever attempt to use trade penalties as a way of personally aggravating a foreign leader. They target the target items are believed to be favored by Kim Jong il. Does he like the iPod? He likes the iPod, he likes the plasma television, so they don't want to send any of them over well, there to North that's Korea. That's just mean. Don't <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, that's just kinda that's, I say Send your iPods yeah. to uh, KUCI here, yeah. care of Nathan Callahan. Yeah. I will be sending them off to uh, Kim Jong-il. Yeah. Where they, you know, if, if Bush won't give you any, I will. The, How can this possibly help you? That's what I want to know. Wouldn't you want to send more iPods over there? Because then he'll just be sitting around, yeah. you know, listening to, you yeah. know, watching reruns of Seinfeld or something. Yeah, there you go. We can sneak in. Sneak in. Yeah. I think you're onto something. More iPods to North Korea. White right-wing extremist Demetrius Van Crocker was sentenced to 30 years in prison. For doing something racially... No, no, no. Here's the interesting part. Okay. That's why I said uh, white right-wing extremist. Yeah, and that's why I said... Because he's not Muslim. Okay. And you probably haven't heard of Demetrius Van Crocker. Not yet. No? Up until about 15 seconds ago. He told... FBI agents of his desire to explode a briefcase bomb while Congress was in session. We might call him, if he was Muslim, the shoe bomber or a, the suitcase, a terrorist. The terrorist. I would, we would call him a terrorist. He would come up with a nickname like the shoe bomber He'd and come he, up with some. He would be in on Fox News every night yeah, because he was he was Muslim. He was Muslim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But instead, he's a white right wing extremist. And even though he made that threat and was sentenced to 30 years in prison. Yeah. He's just. Just another crazy white guy, you know, with a briefcase. Like a Timothy McVeigh, let's yeah. say. Yeah. You got something for me, Mike? I do. Yeah. And it's just going to take a, a second, so I'm going to jump right into it. Speaking of the shoe bomber, Jose Padilla, <laughs> uh, lawyers for Jose Padilla, who was the so-called shoe bomber, are arguing that he is now unfit to stand trial because he has become mentally ill after uh, years of imprisonment and interrogations. The uh, government initially accused him of plotting to set off a dirty bomb in the United States. He was held as an enemy combatant for uh, wasn't allowed to see his attorney for 21 months. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have done. You think that would make you sane? Uh, his interrogations, they say, included hooding, 
stress positions, assaults, uh-huh. threats of imminent execution, and the administration of truth serums. Uh, and it, basically, he's Is that broken. Ro- Robitussin he's, or something? Yeah, he's broken down. He lives in a cell that's electronically monitored. His, his, his meals are passed through him, to him through a slot in a door. His windows are blackened. There is no clock, no calendar. He sleeps on a steel platform after uh, the foam mattress was taken from him. Mm-hmm. He's essentially cracked up. Yeah. He's un, unfit, unable to really carry, it sounds like, carry on any kind of a, a adequate defense for himself now. Yeah. So I just thought I'd throw that in there in, in light of what you were talking about in this. Uh, I mean, we broke the guy, and I, I, I don't know if he's guilty or innocent. It doesn't seem like the government has even charged him with what they said he, they haven't actually charged him yeah. with attempting to set off a dirty bomb. They just got him on another charge, and they've held him in, in captivity for two years now. Three years, whatever it's been, and and they might have kind of blown it too. It sounds like. yeah, yeah. They held him in too much captivity. Yeah, they, so cracked the. Guy. I mean, if that's, that's the state of legal legal system today, what's that? Well, that, that they can do that. They can do this. <laughs> he holds you without charge. Now we're going to have some weather. Would you like some weather? In in a late start to winter, flowers are blooming on the slopes of alpine ski oh. resorts. Bears are having trouble hibernating in Siberia. Rare December pollen is troubling asthma sufferers as far north as Scandinavia. Mm-hmm. Temperatures are usually high everywhere across yeah. the board, except in Texas they, they had a unseasonable, I think it was a uh, snowstorm in parts of Texas, which wasn't expected there. Mm-hmm. And I, I just want to reiterate the global warming yeah. scare here again. Get people. I, I will bet I, on that. Uh, well, Terrorist attack. I'm not taking these no. bets. You know that. Yeah. yeah. Um, by the way, so the, in keeping with that saying, a cold day in hell. Yeah. Before George Bush decides to get out of Iraq. It's yeah. apparently coming true. A Louisiana federal judge ruled many New Orleans homeowners whose house sustained water damage after Hurricane Katrina are not excluded from coverage under insurance policies. That's a big loss for an insurance company. You'd say, yeah, hooray. Okay, that was early last week. Okay. Then yesterday I picked up this he- headline. St. Paul's Travelers, yeah. Louisiana's largest commercial insurance provider, plans to cancel all its commercial property policies in New Orleans area next year. They're just going to get out. Yeah. Well, which is just, the uh, this is the crazy logic of insurance. You have insurance yeah. for this reason. Yep. In case something happens, and once and it the happens, minute that you don't happens, have insurance anymore. Sorry, yeah. you know, yeah. well, I, that was just in you know as long as we we were taking a bet with you that it wouldn't happen. Now that it has happened, yeah. well, yeah. bets off. Yeah. And finally, Mike, Danny DeVito called President Bush numbnuts. Weekly Signals Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.